0: Welcome to the Property Unleashed podcast, a show about property, entrepreneurship and personal development. This show is designed to give you the foundations and building blocks to move forward on your journey and live a more inspired life. And welcome to the Property Unleashed podcast with me, Mark Fitzgerald. It's fantastic to have you joining me here today. Um, so today we're going to get straight into it and this is going to be a fantastic episode for you. I talk a lot about how to deal with and how to work with letting agencies, particularly with rent to rent and stuff. But I wanted to talk to you more today about how to work with landlords, in particularly my five step guide basically to winning over landlords. So without further ado, let's jump into today's episode. And it's all about winning over landlords when we're looking to do property deals, when we're looking to do rent to rent deals. And if we can win over the landlords, we can get the deals. And it doesn't necessarily have to always come down to how much money you're willing to pay them in guaranteed rent or if you're buying the properties as well. But let's focus a bit more today on rent to rent, as that's predominantly the main strategy I've used to build the cash flow in my business to live the life I desire and the life that I want. And I haven't stopped there, but I like to put these videos out there to help you to be able to achieve the same. Anybody can do this if they set their mind to it, if they follow the right actions, if they follow the right processes, and they're consistent and persistent in their approach. So if anybody can do this, then why aren't you doing it? Well, maybe you are, but maybe you're just struggling to get those deals over the line, this video will help you. And a caveat to that is, if you would like any of the free tools and resources that I offer, 10-step rent to rent guide, a deal analyzing guide, as well as others, then please visit www.thepropertyunleashed.com. You can download those there. They're free to you and you can go out there and you can put them into action. I do this because I believe what goes around comes around in life and by helping others, that in turn will come back to me. It's good karma at the end of the day. So let's move on with the five steps to winning over landlords. We see a lot of videos when it comes to working with letting agents and how to get letting agents on board. But not everybody likes to talk about what you need to do or say to work with landlords. And at the end of the day, if we can get rid of the letting agencies, get rid of the deal sources, and we can find deals ourselves and work with landlords, then we're going to cut all the middle men and women out the way. Maximum profits, maximum gain. It's going to be a win-win for everybody. So step one, remember It is all about them. It's not about you. It's not about what you can do when you start to talk to landlords, whether they've rang you up on the phone, whether you're at a networking event, whether you're on a viewing, remember, 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 it's all about them. Okay. So they couldn't care less realistically when they first meet you about you. Yes, you need to look presentable. You need to hold yourself in a professional manner. Of course, we are a business at the end of the day offering a service, but They want to talk about themselves. Whether or not they want to open up to you is a different thing. It's all about building up the know, like, and trust. And by following these steps, you should be able to do so. But remember, go in with the attitude that they've got a problem, i.e. they want to let their property, or they're having problems with their management agent, or they've got a tenant problem or a maintenance issue problem. They've got some sort of underlining problem that we have to find out what that is, okay? We need to know exactly why they called you, why they wanted to see you, and why they're letting it. Now, if they've got rooms empty and everything's swimmingly good, then that's fine. Let's just find that out. Why are we there? You don't necessarily have to ask them, if you go in there to view the property and view the rooms, then that might be the problem. Do you know what I mean? So it's, it's like, what problems have you got? Well, I need to let the rooms. You, you don't want to be saying that, but you just want to be talking to them in a friendly manner and not talking all about yourself, your company and what you can offer. Get them talking about themselves, potentially. You know, do they live in the area? Ask them friendly questions, break the ice. And by doing so, you will be able then to create that like in the no like and trust and everything. Start building up that so that they feel trust in you to be able to talk to you more, to be able to open up. And the first problems that they ever tell you probably aren't the most important problems to them. We as humans, we like to hide our problems. We don't like to share them with the world. Some people can feel quite vulnerable with this sort of thing. So it's about building up, you know, that trust as we go along, getting them to like you, getting them to trust you so we can look and do deals with, the, with these people as well. So remember, go in there, and talk about them, talk about the property, talk about the tenants, talk about, you know, the area, talk about how long they've had the property. Ask those sorts of questions so that you can really start to build up uh, the like and trust. And you can also make sure that they know that you're there to support them. Okay. That's really, really important. Step two, asking questions that invoke them to want to talk about themselves, to want to talk about the properties as well. It's potentially the property to start off with. If you're saying to them, are you married? Have you got kids? They might be like, well, hang on a minute. You're here to see the property. So it's like, how long have you owned the property for? Has it been good to you in that time? You know, when was the last time you did any work on it? Have you got any major maintenance issues or anything like that that you've always had that have been consistent and persistent since you've had the property? What's the area like? You know, what do you know about the area? Is it a good area? Is it student areas? Let them show you that they're a bit of an expert in what they're doing. They should know the sort of tenant types that they've been putting in there. They should know what works in that area. Now, you might already know all of this, but just talk to them and see what they say. They may say to you, oh, you know, we, we normally try and put students in there, but we're really struggling to put students in here now. And it might not be anywhere near a an new university. And of course, if there's other HMOs, that are nearer the universities, then at the end of the day, students are going to try and look to those because students are pretty lazy. They don't want to be walking or catching buses if they don't have to. They're going to be looking to be in close proximity to where they want to be. So if they used to have students, but all of a sudden over the last few years that started to dry up, you can come back with, well, maybe it's just because of the distance. Things change all of the time. You know, from my experience, I'm, I'm looking at this at this area and looking at what where your property is. I would say potentially, professional would be good here. Or if you're looking at serviced accommodations, it's looking at the different sort of, are you going to have a family let? Will it be for ramblers because it's near, you know, a good good walking district or anything like that? You've always got to open your mind up to the different possibilities um, that work in the area. And remember, they aren't necessarily the professional or the expert of the area. They may have just been doing the same thing time after time. So by going in there and opening up that conversation, you'll, you'll help them because you might help them to understand what they need to start doing with the property, which is good karma for you, and by that, you'll also start to show them that not only are you there to try and do a deal, but you're there to help them, you're there to build up the trust with them, and you're there to make sure that it's a win-win for everybody as you're moving forward. But a great thing to always look at is to ask them about the issues that they potentially may have been having with the property or the area or what their problems are with that. So you always wanna be digging, 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 and I'll keep and on about this, about their issues, their problems, because if we can solve their problems, Then they're going to want to work with us. Okay. Step number three is telling them how you can solve their problem. So once we know what the issue is, so if it is an HMO and they're having trouble filling the rooms, we can help you with that because we find the best tenants. We have almost have a waiting list because tenants want to work with us, uh, and we put you know the right tenants for the right area into the properties. Now, depending on obviously what sort of tenant types you want to do, if you're doing HMOs or what holiday makers or corporate uh, clients you might have, if it's serviced accommodation, is what you can start talking to them about, is what you can start telling them, You know, we look for these sorts of people, we look for these types of tenants, with these sorts of corporate lets. This is what we do in this area and this is what we find works very, very well on the market research that we have done. This will help them and also this will show them that you are the professional in your area, and that's brilliant. That's what you want them to be thinking, that's what you want them to be seeing. Also, if they're having maintenance problems or they're having problems in general, it just in the area with their properties, you can say that you have the systems in place because you will have as long as you know what you're doing. And you know, at the end of the day, I tell my students this all the time the ones that come on and do the rent to rent business builder, they know the systems that they need to put into place, they know what you know, step by step, what it takes to run HMOs, what it takes to run run properties to be a successful rent-to-renter. So by knowing what you're going to tell them, which is i.e. we've got great tenant management software, we've got fantastic referencing, we can take this on, we will have handymen, we will have cleaners that will report back to us. And if there's any issue straight away we will jump on those issues. Why will we jump on those issues? Because it's down to us to keep the property immaculate. It's down to us to keep the property in the best condition possible because we want to let it. You know, the way my company works is if we don't let the properties, we don't make money as a business and that's no good. What we do is we offer you a guaranteed rent so that you know exactly what's coming your way each and every month. We then are left to use our systems, to use our processes, to make sure that your properties are kept to the highest standards so it's easy for us to fill them, it's easy for us to make our money. And that's how we make our money, is by looking after your properties basically as if they're our own. And that leads us on to step four. Now, step four is really, really important that we keep this as simple as possible possible. And what you're going to do is step four is you're going to give them that sort of reassurance that these are the next steps that we need to take. So if you've just taken a phone call from a landlord, from some marketing, or somebody's put you in contact with these people, then you want to be saying the next step is we need to come and have a look at the property. Now we can be as discreet as you like. We don't have to necessarily go in there and say who we are and what we're doing. We can say whatever it is you want to say. So if you already have a management agent looking after the property and you don't want them, to get wind of this, then that's fine. Again, just let us know who you want us to be representing when we turn up. We're not looking to lie to people, to tell fibs and stuff, but obviously if they have a letting agency and they're not doing a very good job, you know, they can make life very, very difficult. If we go in there and say, well, we're looking to take this out, we're looking to rent this out. So it's down to the discretion of the landlord, but at least then they may not care. Uh, they may not have anybody actually managing the property at the moment. But it's good to put that across so that they know that you're on their side and that that can be very, very important to these people. So we need to say the next step is we need to look at your property. We need to come and have a good look around, um, potentially looking at all rooms that we can get access to. So if we can make that happen, the sooner we can do that the sooner then we can put a proposal together to offer you a guaranteed rent. And in most cases, we do offer a guaranteed rent as well. I always say in most cases, because it makes people think, crikey, uh, I wonder if I'm one of those cases where I can have the guaranteed rent or not, rather than just saying, yeah, this is what we do. Yeah, this is what we do. So we need to go and look at the property, we need to survey the property, then we can do an offer and put a proposal together, put an offer together, send it across to you. And then of course, we can talk about that offer. We can tell you exactly what it is we do. If you're there on the viewing, of course, we can talk to you more about this as well. But if you do have any questions right here and now, then please fire them away. Uh, I'll be more than happy to answer them for you. Now, some people get a little bit worried about this when they're starting out, And this is why, uh, again, in my training, you have all the bullet points, you have all of this laid out so that you pretty much know everything that's going to be asked of you. Obviously, there can be some odd questions, but what I would say if you get one of those odd questions that you're not sure about is, I will have to get back to you on that one. That's not a part of the company that I take care of. So let me speak to Lisa or or Sue or Dan or Dave, whoever you want to to be the operator of that company. It could be a partner, so you can remember the name, and then you can get off the call, you can find the relevant information, and you can get straight back to them with the relevant information. Rather than making things up or lying, I always find that that is the best tact to do because we want to be genuine here. We want to be transparent in our approach because any signs that we're not we'll put them off straight away, we'll blow any potential chance of a deal. So we want to make sure that as again, we can get in there, we can look at it, we can put a proposal together within 24, 48 hours, you will get that proposal across. Very important, you tell them how long it will take you to send over your offer so that they're not left in limbo. And then it's all about once that offer has gone across, following up with the offer, you need to follow up, don't be to put out if you have trouble getting hold of them, if it takes a few days or even a week to get back to you because people are busy and it might not be first and foremost on their mind at the moment. They may have other things going on in their life and this property isn't exactly the be all and end all to them, even though it feels like the be all and end all to us because we want to get the deal. So obviously we can take all the knowledge and information that we've got after we've done the viewing, we can run the numbers. You can use the free deal stacker that I provide. That will help you to know exactly what numbers you need to be offering the landlord to make sure that it is a deal that you want to do. And then you must make sure you have faith in your offer when you've put it together. If it's a good deal and it stacks, you want to have faith in the offer. You want to be able to talk people through the offer. So if they say it's a bit low, you can say, well, hang on a minute. Let me just go through this with you line by line if need be, and let them answer the questions that you're going to ask as you go. Again, I teach this in my training so that everybody goes in there with all the tools that they need to. If you're not 100% sure of all of this, then you can come and join the Rent to Rent Business Builder with myself and be guided through stage by stage how to actually do successful rent to rent deals. But that's another thing completely. If you understand these concepts and you know what the numbers need to be and you know how to stack a deal, you'll be fine because it's all about making sure that they get what they want. Okay, if we can answer their problems and give them what they want, then it'll work really, really well. And step five is just make sure that you turn up with your game face on. What do I mean by that? Make sure that you turn up to help these people. You don't turn up thinking, I want to deal, I want to make money, I want to da-da-da-da. It's all about you. Make sure you turn up with the attitude that whatever happens today or whatever happens over the next couple of weeks, I'm gonna try my best to help this landlord, to help this person, whether I can work with them or not. If I can, I'll try to look to guide them in the right direction, maybe just offer them a bit of advice. It's up to them whether they wanna take the advice or not. But I'm going in there with a full giving attitude of I'm gonna help the landlord, I'm gonna see what the problems are, and if I can solve the problems. And if I cannot solve their problems by doing a deal with them, the best course of action, I believe that will help them in the long run. And it may be saying, Give it to a letting agent. It may be saying it's not right for me. It's not the tenants that I want. It's not the problems and hassles that I want to take on. It might not be right for you, but just try and guide and help people as best you can. Because by doing that, as I say, you'll put out the good karma. What goes around comes around in life. And you in turn never know who this person knows, who they might recommend your services to in the long run. And it's all about going in there with the right attitude. You go in there with a good attitude, sprightly, big smile on your face. A lot of landlords are really miserable. Trust me on that one. There was one HMO that I went and had a look at and it was it was the wrong area. It was not never gonna work, but I thought it's good experience, good practice. The, the landlord, he was miserable, miserable. I don't think he'd smiled for years. And I thought if nothing else today, when I finish doing this viewing and I'll understand his pain points and see if I can help him and point him in the right direction because there was no deal from my side to be had. I'm going to see if I can get this lad to smile before I've gone. And you know what? By the end of it, he'd warmed up a bit and he did crack a smile as well. I wasn't telling jokes. I wouldn't go in there and start telling jokes, but just by trying to help him, trying to get his pain points, having a little bit of a laugh and not telling jokes, but like a bit of a joke with with maybe problems and situations that aren't that serious I was able to get him to smile when I shook his hand and wished him all the best. So again, it's great to get out there, it's great karma, but go out there, talk to these landlords, tell them the services, look for their pain points, make sure you make the meetings all about them, whether it's on the phone, Zoom, in person, it's all about the person, it's all about their problems, let's solve their problems, let's be property problem solvers and in turn, you will start finding that you can make deals happen and you can get deals with people. So there we go. If you get the no like and trust with any landlord, you'll set yourself down the road for success when you're looking for property deals. I hope this episode's helped you. If it has, please feel free to share this and, of course, the podcast. And if you can leave us a five-star review, I would really, really appreciate that. If you're interested in any of the free tools resources, visit www.thepropertyunleash.com And if you are interested in the rent to rent Business Builder program, then reach out to me on social media through emails or even via the website. And we can chat to you and let you know about all of the tools and resources, the Complete roadmap that is on offer to you there equally to that please come and join me on any of the free webinar training that i put out there it is completely free to everybody and i will be doing it more and more because as i always say and i have done in this episode what goes around comes around so i'm here to help and support you every which way i can because i love to do so so look after yourself i look forward to you joining me on Thursday's episode, where I have another special guest and you are in for a treat on this one. So until then, bye for now. Thank you for listening, guys. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Please subscribe and share the podcast with others. And if you could take a minute to leave the show a review, that would really mean a lot to me as well. Lastly, why not head over to the Property Unleashed Facebook group? And if you do, I'll see you there. Take care and make sure you keep focusing on your vision. Bye for now.